Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the x Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Good morning and happy August, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for August 1st, 2018. The White Sox were pretty quiet in the final moments before the trade deadline, but they did sneak in one move by sending $1 million in international pool money to Tampa Bay for left-handed relief prospect Hunter Shriver. Shriver is having a nice year across two levels of A-ball, but he's 23 years old and he doesn't have otherworldly stuff, so it comes down to one or two scouts liking him. James Shields is still around, and he put forth a decent audition for an August trade in the White Sox 4-2 loss to the Royals on Tuesday night. He pitched seven decent innings, striking out eight while allowing just five hits and three walks. The problem was that two of those hits were two-run homers, which accounted for all of the Royals' runs. Still, Shields' purpose to a contender is somebody who eats innings and spares bullpens with watchable baseball. There's a decent chance he could find a taker this month, especially since his contract is likely to clear waivers. Heck, he might have been a winner if the White Sox could have converted on plenty of base runners. They scored just two runs despite ten hits and six walks, and both of those runs came home on a Matt Davidson two-run blast in the seventh inning. Otherwise, they were 3-for-12 with runners in scoring position, stranding 13 runners to the Royals' five. Some of it was bad luck, but more often, the White Sox just happened to foul off hittable pitches. Tim Anderson had the worst luck of them all. He hit four balls hard, but only went one for four to show for it. Worse yet, he was benched by Rick Renteria after he failed to run out what appeared to be an inning-ending line-out to third, but was eventually scored a 6-4-3 ground-out because Anderson never left the area of the plate. Renteria was probably as angry as we've ever seen him at his own team, and Leury Garcia took Anderson's spot at shortstop next inning. One issue, the replay showed that third baseman Roselle Herrera caught the ball, so it was understandable why Anderson thought the play was made and dead, and the review would have overturned any attempt to advance safely anyway. Renteria's frustration was reasonable at first glance, 
but he probably should have eased up once the replay showed what it showed, since Anderson had the better look at it. Instead, Renteria said Anderson shouldn't assume anything, and Anderson took the lesson in stride, even though it may be an empty one. The two teams will meet again tonight for Game 2 of the three-game set. It's Dylan Covey against Jacob Junis. Covey reverted to the guy who struggled facing a batting order the second time through, and Junis took his lumps from the Yankees, although he also dealt one by breaking Aaron Judge's wrist with the fastball. Junis has given up 25 homers over 110 innings this season, so that's generally how he loses. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central on NBC Sports Chicago. Down on the farm, Charlotte lost Norfolk 4-3 in 11 innings. Eloy Jimenez's hitting streak ended at 10 games with an 0-5 two-strikeout night, but Michael Kopech checked off some boxes with seven strong innings. He gave up two runs on four hits, two of them solo shots. He also struck out eight batters to just two walks, making it four straight starts with impressive control. He can be called up at any time now. Cough, cough. Winston-Salem beat Carolina 3-1 in a five-inning game shortened by rain. Luis Gonzalez won it for the dash with a two-run double in the bottom of the fifth just before they called it. Gavin Sheets hit safely both times up. Billings topped Great Falls 4-3 in 10 innings. Sixth-round pick Cody Hoyer had his most impressive outing of the year, throwing three scoreless innings. Second-rounder Steele Walker went 1-4 for four with a sack fly and a strikeout. In the Arizona Rookie League, the AZL White Sox beat the Padres' second squad 7-5. Luis Robert made his first rehab start at DH, going 1-for-3 with a double. Bryce Bush also continued mashing, going 2-for-3 with two doubles and two walks. The 32nd rounder signed away from Mississippi State is now hitting 442 with a 538 OBP over his first 14 pro games. The Dominican Summer League White Sox lost to the DSL Reds 3-2 despite six no-hit innings from Wilbur Perez, who was the second pitcher the White Sox received from Milwaukee in the Joaquim Soria trade. He's a 20-year-old in the DSL, so that's not that exciting, but the 10-40 and 40 White Sox need all the talent they can get. Birmingham's game against Mississippi was suspended in the third inning, and Kannapolis' date with Augusto was postponed due to rain. Around the league, the trade deadline brought a flurry of activity. The most notable move? Chris Archer is now a Pittsburgh Pirate. Tampa Bay sent him to the Buccos for Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now. The Rays had a fascinating deadline, also acquiring Tommy Pham from the St. Louis Cardinals for three minor leaguers. Between Meadows, Glasnow, and Pham, the Rays might be able to run out a decent roster despite only having about $10 million in commitments for 2019. For the Pirates, they also acquired Rangers closer Keone Kella. It's a curious time for the Pirates to buy, considering they made far less significant moves when they had a better shot at a deep postseason run in previous years. But they're capitalizing on being the hottest team in baseball, and they're now 16-4 over their last 20 games with a 5-4 victory over the Cubs. The Orioles completed their demolition, sending Jonathan Scope to Milwaukee and Kevin Gosman to the Braves. The Dodgers, who started Baltimore's teardown by acquiring Manny Machado, added to their infield by trading for Brian Dozier in a swap of underachieving second baseman. Logan Forsyth heads to Minnesota. The Dodgers also picked up John Axford, who recently started against the White Sox for Toronto. The Nationals flirted with the idea of selling, but they only ended up moving veteran reliever Brandon Kinsler to the Cubs. Bryce Harper and company is still largely intact, and they rewarded Mike Rizzo's trust, or just his inactivity, by running up the score on the Mets 25-4. The Indians added a center fielder by getting Leonis Martin from the Tigers, and the Diamondbacks bolstered their bullpen with Brad Ziegler. The Red Sox added a second baseman by trading with the Angels for Ian Kinsler, who will cover the position since Dustin Pedroia is now out for the year. That wasn't the Red Sox' biggest injury news, though. Chris Sale is heading to the disabled list with what is described as minor shoulder inflammation. 
Both Sale and the club are adamant that he'll miss the minimum amount of time. There's no indication that it's serious from his recent performance, as he went 4-0 with a 0.36 ERA in July. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake-Up Call. Join us at SoxMachine.com to talk about the game, the deadline, the minor league action, and a random box score from 1994, and who knows what else. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to all episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and Google's new podcast app. And should you be in a giving mood, you can support everything Sox Machine at patreon.com slash Machine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. Hiring managers know this situation all too well. You need more great talent, but you're up against your competitors who need it too. It feels like to get expert talent, you need a whole other team of experts to find it for you. Well, we've got some good news. The experts at Hiring Experts are available. That's Kelly. With over two decades' experience, we specialize in finding expert talent in the areas of science and clinical, engineering, technology, and telecom. In fact, 35% of the talent we secure is from off the market, unavailable to anyone else. And we just don't stop at recruiting world-class talent. We partner with you to offer integrated solutions, which means we find you the people who can get the job done, and then we get the job done. Our team lives and breathes talent solutions. So whether you're in science and clinical, engineering, technology, or telecom, visit kellyset.com to start working with Kelly, the experts at hiring experts. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.